Welcome to the Nature MI podcast. Here, we uncover nature-inspired solutions to the world's most urgent problems, like climate change and global pandemics. We talk with thought leaders and innovators who are taking their cues from nature, and we explore ways to unravel nature's deepest secrets. Now here's your host, a man who finds inspiration in nature on a daily basis, Dr. Victor Shamas. Welcome, my friends. Today I'm excited to talk with you about the relationship between nature on the one hand and religion, spirituality, and God on the other. I begin this discussion with a bold claim, which is that religion has failed to live up to its promise. Think about what that promise entails. Religion should offer us serenity and peace of mind. It is supposed to protect humanity from its own worst impulses, keeping us from greed, violence, jealousy, and hatred. Yet under the watchful eye and with the tacit approval of the world's major religious institutions, we are decimating the earth right now destroying habitat, driving millions of species into extinction, making the atmosphere of the earth unlivable. Look at the harm we are doing to one another, sometimes in the name of religion. Most of the world's population is enslaved to the machinery of capitalism. There is a general absence of leadership in the world. Most people in power are looking out for themselves and their cronies rather than the needs of the people they are supposed to serve. Every day, our species is moving one step closer to self-annihilation. And now, with an ever-growing population and the obsession with consumerism, this trend is rapidly accelerating. Yes, that is a bleak picture. Yet, I maintain that there's still hope But that hope does not lie with religious institutions as they currently exist. If you don't believe me, consider this fact. Growing numbers of people are becoming disillusioned with organized religion. When asked to identify their religious affiliation, they mark none. People with no religious affiliation are the fastest growing faith-based group in the world. This group includes atheists and agnostics, but also people who consider themselves quote-unquote spiritual but not religious. For many years, I considered myself to be one of those. I even started a group that embraced spiritual wisdom from all major religious traditions without aligning with any of them. In recent years, however, I have had a significant change of heart. I have come to see spirituality as misguided. Here's why. The very word spiritual implies something that's non-material, non-physical, beyond the realm of the natural world. This distinction between the spiritual and the natural worlds has stopped making sense to me. We are dividing the world needlessly and this is doing us harm. Let's look at the concept of God. As a kid, I went through nine years of religious school. And in that training, here's what I learned. That God is superhuman and supernatural. 
omnipotent or all-powerful, omnipresent or all-being, omniscient or all-knowing. God stands apart from the natural and human realms and yet is also the creator and ruler of those realms. God is good, which means that evil is something separate from God. Now we've divided the world into distinct realms, heaven and earth, sacred and mundane, material and immaterial. We've also further subdivided the material universe into nature and human. Even a brief glance at a dictionary will confirm that. Nature is often defined as the entire material universe with one exception, human beings and their creations. This way of splitting up the universe is not unique to Western religion. In yoga philosophy, we see a type of dualism called Samkhya, which divides the universe into the immaterial Purusha and the material Prakriti. What we call nature is considered to be part of the material universe as opposed to the immaterial. There is, in essence, something beyond nature, which could be called consciousness, spirit, self. I find this hugely problematic, don't you? I was trained as a scientist, first as a chemist and later as a research psychologist. In my career, which has spanned nearly four decades, I have learned one thing about nature. Whatever you consider nature to be, there's always more. And as physicist David Bohm has pointed out so beautifully in his book, Wholeness and the Implicate Order, the overarching theme in nature is wholeness, dynamic wholeness. Matter and energy, for example, are simply two aspects of the same thing. That's the whole point of Einstein's brilliant equation, E equals mc squared. Are matter and energy made up of particles or waves? The answer, of course, is both. It all depends on how you look at them. From one perspective, they appear wave-like, and from another, as particles. The supposed mind-body problem, which has mystified philosophers for millennia, exists solely because of an artificial distinction that is being made between mind and thought on the one hand and matter and the physical body on the other. From a more holistic perspective, we come to understand that thoughts in here and things out there are inseparable. As I've pointed out in previous episodes of this podcast, the distinction between nature and humans makes no sense. Because we as human beings live in nature, and at the same time, nature lives in us. We are composed of atoms and molecules, cells and tissue and organs. All of these are clearly part of the natural realm. There's no arguing with that. It's so simple to say, we as human beings are part of nature. That includes our thoughts, our consciousness, our imaginations, and everything we create. We talk about human creations as being artificial or synthetic, but they're not. Everything we make comes from natural materials. We may alter their chemical composition to create new compounds that have never been seen in nature before, but once they're created, 
they are part of the natural order. In fact, I would argue that those compounds were always part of nature, even before they were created, when they were just potentiality. Nature is wholeness, my friends. It includes everything. It encompasses the whole universe. It's not a matter of faith. Look around you. Look inside of yourself. Experience your body. The denial of the body is one of the strangest things in my mind about major religious and spiritual traditions. Why is somebody considered holier when they deny or sublimate their own natural desires? I really don't get it. Desire is one of the most powerful creative forces we have at our disposal. After all, why do we create anything except out of desire? We seek new experiences, greater power, and an expanded range of possibilities. That is the human creative impulse, and it is nature's impulse. The creative power of the universe lives inside of each of us. We are all embodiments of nature, and it's time to celebrate that fact. In my life, I have replaced spirituality with naturality, and the results have been profoundly joyful, enriching, productive, and insightful. I say, glory to nature in the highest, nature that lives in my body and your body and in all thoughts and all things and human consciousness and all our creations. You don't have to believe in anything to experience naturality. It's here and now, baby, in your body, in this moment, in the experience of this life. It is time, my friends, to create paradise on earth. And what is paradise after all? It is our deepest, most intimate connection with nature. That's what the Garden of Eden was all about. The word paradise originates from a Greek or Middle Eastern term, meaning a playground, an enclosed park. We are living in nature's playground, and it is our duty to frolic, enjoy, in merriment, the wonders and magnificence of this extraordinary existence that we have the privilege of experiencing. The Roman Emperor Marcus Aurelius said, It is not death that humans should fear, but never having begun to live. It is time to live in full alignment with nature. That means experiencing all of the natural processes that are happening in and around us at this moment. It means feeling the blissful, ecstatic delight that comes from embodying the creative impulse of nature. If you are an embodiment of nature, what can you create right here and now? The answer, of course, is anything. We have imaginations that can go anywhere in the universe. Through the faculties of intuition and compassion, we can know what it feels like to be anyone or anything. The capacity for total empathy is at our disposal. And when we tap into that capacity, we realize that every human being, every creature, every plant, every insect, microbe, stone, 
water molecule or breath of air is imbued with the exact same essence as ourselves. Spirituality and religion have become so heavy, serious, and burdensome. It's time to lighten up, to begin by experiencing the wonders of this world that can be felt with every touch, every breath, everything we see, hear, taste, or smell. Let these boundaries dissolve between mind and body, between self and other, between human and natural, between natural and sacred. Nothing at all is supernatural. That's impossible because nature is wholeness and nothing can exist beyond that wholeness. This is a wholeness that extends even beyond the concept of wholeness, perfectly inclusive and all-encompassing. We need to sing and dance and play in celebration of the great privilege of being alive. We need to let ourselves experience the wholeness of this moment beyond all of our thoughts and limitations, our beliefs, judgments, and expectations. We tread gently on this world because everything we come in contact with is nature itself is as whole and perfect as we are. I know that we can reverse the damage that we as human beings have caused to this planet, to other species, and to each other. The way we do that is by embracing naturality to the fullest. It is time to luxuriate in the wonder and majesty of nature. Thanks for listening, my friends. And until the next time, Stay tuned, stay well, and stay inspired. You have been listening to the Nature MI podcast. To learn more about what we're doing to bring humanity more into balance with nature, please visit us at naturemi.com. We also welcome your ideas and feedback. If you would like to be a guest on a future podcast, let us know about your nature-inspired solutions and strategies. Thanks for listening.